Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. The Believe in Navy Football podcast is brought to you by Bet Online. We're back and better than ever. A new web interface for the rest of the NBA season and more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the basketball and football action this season. Head to the new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use promo code BELIEVE50, that's B-L-E-A-V-5-0, to receive your bonus. From basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts. Welcome, everyone, to a special edition of the Navy Football Podcast. Tonight, we are doing a New Day USA alumni spotlight, and that is going to be the sole subject of our podcast because our alumni spotlight is on Roger Staubach, and we are so honored to have Keenan Reynolds, sorry about this, buddy. The greatest football player in Navy history <laughs> is with us tonight. Uh, Roger, welcome. Well, it's great, great being here. It's, uh, it's. I get excited every year before the Army Navy game, so it's, uh, it'll be fun. And then we have uh, the captain of our team that led us back in the uh, old days, uh, 62, 63, 60. Well, 64. We don't want to talk about that, but 62 and 63. <laughs> Tom, Tom was uh, right in the middle of it, and he was our captain in 63 when we uh, – it was after, you know, it was the 63 game. was was after the president was shot, the President Kennedy, and the game was played a week later, and we won 21 to 15, and Tom grabbed the football at the end of the game because it was on about the two-yard line when the gun went off, and uh, so we won a big one in uh, 63, uh, beating Army 21 to 15. They were – uh, every Army Navy game was exciting. Well, yes, we are also joined by Admiral Tom Lynch, who is chairman of New Day USA and has been generous enough to provide their season-long sponsorship of the Alumni Spotlight. And Tom, I'll let you just jump in real quick, but didn't you grab that football because Roley Stitchway was waving his arms like a madman saying, what's going on here? Because he didn't think the game should have been over and you just snapped up that football and said, we're out of here, right, Tom? Well, my story is, first of all, it wasn't the two-yard line, Roger. It was about the six-inch line and half a yard out. And Roger well, Stitchway had called timeout the previous play, and the referee went to the official because he couldn't hear, and the official called the official timeout. So they got up to the line the next time, and it was they broke the huddles 11, 10, 9. I'm in my linebacker position in the end zone. It's pitch black. The lights are on, and it's 21 to 15 and on the six-yard line. And I tried to time it so that when it hit zero, he's over there looking at the official, but the official's not doing anything this time. And he's, he's look kind of pleading for a timeout, but the official's not doing it. So I tried to time my uh, snatch of the ball about the same time he got up there. And, uh, and it happened, and the headliners came in blowing the whistle. And I thought, oh, my goodness, for a, a split second then, I'm thinking, I'm going to call me offsides. I'll be the all-time Navy goat. I'll never make JG. When uh, all of a sudden he said, that "Boys, game's over," and grabbed that ball, and we headed for the locker room. And, uh, and the, the Cotton Bowl people were there. That Texas was number one in the nation at the time. We were number two. We went 
out there and uh, and they beat us in the in the uh, Cotton Bowl. But uh, that's a whole other story. But anyhow, uh, that was the Army Navy game, and Roley is a very close friend of Roger and Skip and myself and all of us now. You know, Tom. You know, the thing I brag about in that game is one of the closest friends I've I've ever had. That uh, he was Pat Donnelly, who was just a great football player, All American lacrosse, and Pat scored three touchdowns in that Army Navy game, and. I got the Heisman that year and Pat wanted it after uh, scoring those three touchdowns. He said, I should get that Heisman. So I gave it to him. He's got, no, we, we lost Pat uh, about two years ago and he's just one fantastic uh, human being and was, was the uh, hero of the uh, 60, uh, 63 Army Navy game. I understand that this during this football season, they finally were able to have the memorial service for Pat. Uh, Is that right? Yes. So, Roger, real quickly, and I don't think we need to spend a lot of times we do this Navy spotlight. We have uh, the the Navy alum talk about their career. I don't think we need to spend a lot of time talking about your career because everybody knows what you did. Just before I turn it over to Eric and Keenan, kind of remind me, and you've told me this story many times before, but how did a young Catholic boy from Ohio make it to the Naval Academy? And it was a different era when Navy football was big time and some of the greatest players in the country went to Navy. And that's how come Navy was a powerhouse. But remind us again how you ended up going from Ohio to the Naval Academy. Well, I, I, I really didn't play uh, quarterback till my senior year in high school. I, as a sophomore, I broke my hand. My junior year, I, I was a defensive back. And so my senior year, I, was, uh, I, I played quarterback. And at the end of the season, uh, Rick Verzano from Navy came and talked to me about going to the Naval Academy. And I, I did get a chance to visit, and I liked it. And uh, then things just kept moving on. And um, I, uh, you know, I only had the one year at quarterback and then Navy said, Hey, Roger, uh, we would like to send you to Roswell, New Mexico to go to New Mexico military Institute, a junior college for one year and then come, come to Navy. And so I, I really liked the idea of having another year uh, in Roswell. Uh, Nimi was, is, is a great school. I mean, I had a great, time at, uh, at, at New Mexico military Institute for one year. And then I came to Navy. So I had a good, you know, pretty decent year as a quarterback down at Roswell. So I had two years at quarterback. And so I, I, I really wanted to live up to the commitment that Rick made for me to go to the Naval Academy. So that's how I ended up going to Navy. I, I just really uh, I wanted to uh, go to the academy as, as militarily, but, but a lot of it was uh, they wanted me to there because of being a football player. So it, it was a great marriage and it was the best thing, the best decision I could have ever made was go to the Naval Academy. Well, it's interesting because Eric Catani is also an Ohio native. Uh, he didn't come from the ritzy part of Ohio like you did. I think he's from the Cleveland area, aren't you, Eric? Cleveland, Ohio, uh, Menor, Ohio, about right outside, uh, 20 minutes out, east of Cleveland. And Admiral Lynch is from Ohio as well. So, you know, I, you've, you've heard of Cincinnati then, huh? <laughs> Being in Cleveland. And... <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, Pat Donnelly, uh, who's, as we talked about, it was from all me, Ohio. That's okay. Where, that's not yeah. Cleveland. Uh, well, so Eric, some thoughts, you anything you wanted to talk to Roger about? Where do I start? Uh, you know, once I went to the, the Naval Academy, I was 18 years old, getting on campus and seeing this number 12 jersey everywhere, absolute everywhere. And I'm like, I'm like 12, 12, and Roger Staubach. And then everything that you learn about the, the greats that, you know, went there, you know, Roger Staubach, Admiral Lynch, Robinson, the Paul McCallum, and, you know, the, just this, the stories that 
people talk about and, you know, classmates of mine. So the board of trustees with you know, Admiral Lynch, we just got Jeremy McGowan on. And then Jeremy was telling me stories of, um, you know, working with you and JLL and everything else. And it was pretty funny. We, I stayed at the graduate hotel and I, I checked in my room and then I opened the door. And the first thing I see is this huge Roger Staubach painting when I walk in. And it was just, just I'm like, this guy, he's iconic. He's, he's everywhere. And to go back to Bill's point about, you know, Keenan, I'm sorry, but after going back and watching the Roger Staubach film and just the way that you ran around everybody. And then even the, the more impressive thing is when you came back or your two weeks of leave and then you with the Dallas Cowboys, I saw some film with that and you just making these guys look like fools and running around and just scoring plays is absolutely amazing. The athletic ability that you had back then. So I just want, I'm just so excited to hear the stories that you have and the stories that you and Admiral have together. It's just un- unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, well, for me, I'll say this much. Y'all don't have to keep apologizing because, I mean, anytime you got a, a man that has a Heisman Trophy and multiple Super Bowls with America's team, you know, there is really no conversation, no debate. Uh, but so really excited to to have you on the on the podcast. And, uh, you know, I, I do have a little bit of a, a story of my own, like as far as really realizing that Roger Staubach went to Navy. I think I, I probably knew you more for the Cowboys than Navy. And then when I got to Navy, it all kind of like came together. I could post, I was like, oh, that, that 12. Oh, okay. Now it makes sense. I know exactly who that is. So um, obviously you have done a lot for the Naval Academy and mean a lot to the program and to the brotherhood. And, you know, I love hearing you guys talk about old Army Navy memories. I think of out of anything, like, if you haven't seen somebody that you played with for a few years, you could get back and instantly start talking about specific plays and specific games, exactly what happened, how you felt. I think that's probably the best feeling ever is just being able to, to kind of reminisce on old times and, and especially Army Navy games where you won. I, you know, Keenan, I think if you and I came to the Naval Academy at the same time that uh, you would have you beat me out of quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> I would take the compliment. I appreciate that. <laughs> I, I watched you, I've watched uh, you play. You're, you, you've been you've been really great. So, yeah, well, Roger, that's why I did tell Keenan I would read his statistics. Uh, <laughs> he finished with four thousand five hundred fifty nine rushing yards, and he set the NCAA record with eighty eight rushing touchdowns. I did tell him I would mention that. Now, that's that only accounts for about one third of your career with the Cowboys, right? <laughs> Yeah, uh, of course he ran the ball uh, about what a uh, couple hundred times a, a year and everything. Or yep, <laughs> full, yeah. full well, that, back That's numbers. really special. I mean, I I, I watch Keenan. I mean, you know, I'm a Navy guy. I watch all the every year. So Keenan uh, is uh, is one heck of a football player and an athlete. And and you guys kind of ran ran the ball a lot more and you uh than throwing it, but your uh your 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 skills at quarterback were fantastic. So I appreciate that. I really do. Um yeah. Keenan had nine hundred and seventy eight uh, carries. Nine hundred and seventy eight. That's more than Eric Catani as a fullback. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And then Roger, the thing that you know I, I was watching about you is your how amazing you were at the two minute offense. You know, as, as Navy was, you know, running the ball, you know, I watched this um, documentary with you and Bill Belichick. Um, and he talked about, you know, how he watched you, the two-minute offense, and how prolific you were. And then he actually saw he, – he said he saw your first ones, and he saw your last one, I believe. Is that correct? In what? In 79? With, or, the, uh, with the Cowboys? Yeah. 
Yes, sir. Well, yeah, Bill, Bill was, uh, his, you know, his dad was a coach, a coach on our, uh, football team back in the old days. Tom, you know, was, he was a defensive coach and, uh, and, uh, he, uh, so Bill used to come out to practice sometimes, uh, and we'd, we'd throw the ball with him. And, uh, I didn't, I didn't realize he'd, he'd, he'd turn out to be probably one of the greatest coaches ever in the national football. League. But he, he knows a lot about Navy football, Bill, Bill Belichick. He knows so much about Navy football. When I was with the Patriots, he brought me aside a couple of days and just, I have no, his, his recall memory for, for plays and, and players is it's at, he used to stand there for an hour and just talk about these plays and you're like how does this guy remember this 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 guy's name from 1955 and 1970s it's absolutely incredible mm-hmm. well he grew up on it he loved navy football i've had so many conversations with coach belichick about navy football and there's not anything he doesn't know about the history he could write the book better than i could roger before uh, i have tom talk a little bit about new day usa can you just talk a little bit about Tom as the captain? And, you know, I, I was really struck when I was so fortunate to have been invited by Tom to a reunion of the 63 team, which was so special. And I remember you saying Tom's our captain for life. And I just find it amazing the respect that you held for Admiral Lynch. And I'm, you know, Obviously, you went on to achieve greatness. You're a college football Hall of Famer. You're an NFL Hall of Famer. You're one of the greatest football players in the history of America, um, yet you think so highly of Tom Lynch. And I guess you weren't surprised that he went on to become an admiral and a superintendent of the Naval Academy and so many other things. Yeah, I don't want to you know, get, get at, at, uh, at too corny, but Tom, Tom was, uh, was, was a great football player back, back in those days. You could you had an offensive team, a defensive team, and then you had a, a, a team to play both offense and defense. It's kind of weird how this substitution was kind of strange, and you could substitute one player. So I always I didn't play defense. I'd they'd substitute for me. And Tom was just a great uh, a player on offense and defense. And then our '63 team showed his uh, he was a he was a class ahead of me. So he was a, he was a first classman and. He uh, was was a captain of our team, and it was had a lot to do with our, our success that year. It had a lot to do with Tom's leadership, and not not only his play on the field, but his leadership. And through the years, he has been the uh, he has been instrumental. After all these years, we still hear from Tom on keeping up with uh, Navy football and keeping up with uh, uh, our our teammates that we we played with. And at Tom, Tom is. Um, just uh, was a great football player. He's a great leader, and that's why he also was a was an admiral. And uh, I've always uh, uh, I've always admired Tom, and I, he's he's a great friend. And uh, and uh, I look back, and he was he was really responsible for the success of Navy football. Tom, you're a sophomore, and I so for those on the podcast that don't who are listening, those were the days when freshmen were not allowed to play varsity football. So Roger Stallback. Uh, as great as he was, was a junior varsity player as a plebe at the academy. But Tom, do you recall seeing Roger the Dodger as he would become known and thinking to yourself, uh, I think this might be our quarterback of the future? Not really. To be honest with you, we, uh, we knew that uh, Roger and uh, Pat Donnelly and Skip Orr, there are some great guys uh, in the plebe football. The plebe had their own schedule because we had our schedule, they had their schedule. And uh, we knew that they were great, great great plebe team they did very very well had some great athletes but we were so busy uh 
you know, in our own uh, uh, schedule. And and uh, my by plebe year, you know, strength is you build strength through, through adversity. And my plebe year, we had uh, Joe Bellino. That team went nine and one. So we had we had uh, nine weeks of uh, carry on, and then went to the Orange Bowl. And Plebes didn't play. And then my sophomore year, Coach Harden came up with the platoon system. And we had an offensive team and a two, defensive team and a two-way team, as Roger mentioned. And uh, so I made the traveling squad as a, as a linebacker. And that was really that was really a pretty big deal. And so when we had done, we were predicted to be 3-7. We had a 7-3 record. So then the next year, now we have a great group of seniors. We've got a great group of my classmates. And then we got all these guys coming up, Staubach and those guys coming up in the Plebes. Man, we're out on a cruise together. We're talking about which bowl we're going to go to. And, uh, and it's your story. You, you know, you get too complacent. You get knocked down. So we had a 5-5 record. And I think the thing that turned around Navy football for us is that we played uh, USC in the Coliseum, the last game of the season before Army. And I, can't, I don't know how many points we were underdog, but it's like the Christians going to the Lions' den. And, uh, and because USC at the time was just like Alabama is today. They were invincible. And uh, we went out there and we beat them on the field. We lost the score 13 to 7, but we beat the heck out of them on the field, had the ball down in their, their territory most of the second half. So we came out of there, wow, we are pretty doggone good. And then, as Roger mentioned, we go into the, uh, the Army Navy game and uh, kicked Army's butt 34 to 12. And Roger had two, two running touchdowns and two passing touchdowns. And uh, uh, Nick Markov uh, got a 64 yard pass. So, anyhow, it was a great, great. And then we go into our senior year, and we say, hey, look, a down at a time, a series at a time, a game at a time. We can't look at what's going to happen at the end of the season. We have to take each down. We have to work, do extra work. And we did that. And you talk about Bill Belichick earlier. Bill talks about when he was a 10-year-old kid running around our locker room with Rusty Romo, Red Romo's son. They're both about 10, 11-year-old kids, and they're running around our locker room. And Bill will tell you today, as he's told me, he learned so many lessons in leadership and teamwork from being around us at that period of time and saw the extra work and saw the effort and saw the love we had for one another and the hard work and, and everybody was just one for all and all for one. And uh, we had no prima donnas. You know, Roger is the greatest quarterback of all time, but he was just one of us. And uh, so that made us a strong team. And then, uh, you know, we kicked butt our senior year, went nine and one, lost Texas to Cotton Bowl. But that was more because uh, we had no Christmas leave, basically. And, and back in those days, 10 days of Christmas, that was it. We had no, you got 10 days during the summer, but guys on the West Coast didn't make it home. They couldn't afford to go home. So with the preseason. So uh, that, was a, that was a difficult time for us. But anyhow, uh, I've been, my greatest achievement in life was being uh, honored by my teammates of being selected as captain of that team. And then when we graduated, uh, you know, we talked, it may have been the first brotherhood, but we were such a close-knit group of guys. We truly loved one another. I just felt a responsibility to try to try to hold on to that. So we're on active duty. I'd write a handwritten note uh, every 30 days out to everybody. And uh, I remember I was a little concerned about the postage back in those days. Money was tight. But, uh, but uh, and now I've got the group emails. And so now I can tell you where every guy is, uh, when they died, what happened, where the widows are, where the family is. And every fifth year we get together here at the Naval, uh, at the Naval Academy, it's hard for us to believe it. It'll be our 60th year in, the, uh, in, in uh, 2023. But anyhow, uh, I've been blessed. And uh, so I feel very fortunate to 
they're, they're my brothers. I mean, they truly are brothers. And we feel that way about one another. We truly love one another. And um, you talk to any guy on the team, who are your best friends? And they'll say, they'll name 10, 15 guys on the football team. And that's the way it's been all of our lives. So Eric and Keenan jump in. I mean, it's kind of cool that you guys are from the 2000s. And we're talking about a quite a disparity of Navy football, but yet you're all family. These gentlemen played in the 60s. You and Eric played in the t- 2000s. Got to be pretty cool for you all to still – you have the connection, though. You, you know, we're at that event at McGarvey's, and Admiral Lynch and Eric were talking, and it was like, you know, they were part of the same bond of brotherhood. No doubt. I mean, Absolutely. just hearing Admiral Lynch talk about the connection he had with his teammates, nothing has changed all the way up until this point. My best friends are all former football players except for, like, one person. Um, all former brotherhood. We was, I mean, you spent so much time in the meetings, in practice, fourth quarters, all season workouts, in the summers, in the locker room, dreading to go do your homework or go to the next class. Um, you just get tight going through all of that. So I can 100% relate, but I love how, you know, even 60 years apart, nothing has changed with the program. Faces come and go, coaches come and go, but the culture has largely been the same as far as the connection and the genuine bond between the players. Absolutely. And, you know, Frank Shank did a phenomenal job of putting that brotherhood tailgate together and bringing everybody together for every game, knowing, you know, we're, we're going to go uh, for each game. And uh, even talking to Ricky Dobbs last uh, week and, you know, the stories that he has just brings back memories immediately of the, you know, the bond that we created uh, throughout the years. So I, Admiral Lynch and Roger, appreciate you guys starting the brotherhood and, and keeping things close for, uh, you know, the generations to come. So, Roger, I'll bring us back up to date. This year's Army-Navy game is going to be held at MetLife Stadium in East Rutherford, New Jersey. And it was interesting because I talked to a gentleman named Ron Vandeheven today, and he told me something I did not know, that you know the New Jersey Sports and Exposition Authority had bid for the Army-Navy game to come to MetLife Stadium twice before and failed. And they really took a hard look at what where they came up short and what they had to improve. And he mentioned to me today that bringing you and Rolly Stitchway aboard really was a turning point. Um, kind of, can you tell me, you know, what your involvement was? And, you know, this is going to be a pretty cool event, having the Army-Navy game in the greater New York metropolitan area on the 20th anniversary of the 9-11 terrorist attacks. Yeah, the the uh, we were asked to be on the committee. Uh, Roley Roley was the the uh, Army quarterback. Uh, we've become great friends all through these years, and so Roley and I were on on the committee that uh, that helped. Uh, and it, it it you know as it as it went on, you know, with the Navy athletic director Chet Gladchuk and and Roley talked to the Army, uh, and everybody started to really get into it, and then the politics. Uh, uh, went positive too. Everybody, you know, the 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 Met, the uh, Giants, and the the Jets uh, owners uh, got behind it and thought, hey, this 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 would really be something special to have the Army Navy game in New York. And so it it um, it it's <laughs> we we got our our family will be going up there. It's uh, we're I'm getting ex- you know excited. The game's <laughs> coming up this uh, next week this this Saturday. So it's. Uh, it's going to be a it's going to be a big game, and uh, you know Navy has uh, had, had its struggles a little bit this year. They they played the heck out of Cincinnati. I was saw that game, and uh, and they played they played well. They stay so it 
that it's no matter what's happened the rest of the year, the army Navy game is something special. And, uh, if, if, if we would have been Owen in 10, when I was, when I was playing and we beat army, we had a successful season. So, so we, I'm uh, really looking forward to uh, a great game in, uh, in New York and it'll be exciting to have, have the game. I think in New York, everybody's really been cooperative and be, behind it. And it's, uh, it's, uh, it's, going to be here. I get, I get real nervous when the game, I tape my ankles. I do everything when getting ready for the game. So. <laughs> hey, Roger, we'll uh, barely miss the army Navy game. You as busy as you are with your schedule, you almost always come in person. And I have a feeling, I know that ESPN is bringing the popular game day production to town for the army Navy game as they have for so many years now. And I've the feeling you'll end up getting interviewed on ESPN on Saturday morning because you have in the past, uh, just, uh, do you have some commitments in the New York city area while you're, you while you're in town for army Navy, you have some media commitments. Oh yes. And, and most of it's related to the game. Rolly and I have like all day Friday, we, uh, we have a big, big brunch, uh, for, uh, people that have, uh, committed to, to, uh, to the game. And, uh, so it's, I'm, I'm really busy. And then on Saturday, I've got, I do some things for USAA. And, and, and so I got, I'm, I'm going to be very, very busy while, while I'm in New York. And I really like New York when I had my, my business back in the old days, we had an office in New York and I, I, I really liked it because uh, we, we kind of took care of the giants back in the old days. And, uh, and so people would, uh, would give me a hard time. And I said, well, let me tell you about the Cowboys giants. <laughs> and so it, it really is fun talking football when I, when, when, when I'm, when, when I'm in New York, uh, people, there's a lot of football uh, fans there and, and some don't like the Cowboys, but they still talk to you. And, so I, I really uh, I'm looking forward to the game being in New York. Yeah, those are tough times for the Giants back when New York Cowboys were rolling. I don't think you lost too many Cowboys Giants games. No. <laughs> so let me ask Keenan and Eric to jump in one more time because I'm going to let Tom Lynch take us out and tell us about New Day USA since they are the sponsor of the alumni spotlight. But Keenan and Eric, last thoughts before I turn it over to Admiral Lynch. Yeah, I actually have one non-football, kind of non-football related question I've been wanting to ask you. Roger and and really what that is is how well do you how well did playing at Navy being a part of the Brotherhood prepare you for life after ball like what how much did you take from your experience at the Naval Academy when you were going through your transition out of ball into the what you do now in the business world and how much did it help you kind of prepare you to uh, to excel in that level as well. Well, the, the, the Naval Academy uh, helped me in, in, in many, many ways in, in the military. I, I was a logistics supply officer. I was I had a little color I- issue in my eyes. At the, and so I, I, was, I, I was somewhat limited and I, I did get a chance. I spent, spent a year in Vietnam and, and I, uh, so I spent four years in the Navy and, I, and they really helped me develop as, as we had three of our children born at that time and I was in the Navy. So the Navy, uh, even though it was, it was just four years, it was a great four years. And, and, uh, I, 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 it, it really helped me, uh, in the off season too, as a business, trying to create a business and, and what the Naval Academy taught me. And, 
being in the in the in the in the in service really uh, helped me. Um, and and it it didn't it it, it didn't take away from football because I, I was able to get back. Uh, uh, I was only 27 years old, so I was a rookie at 27, and um, I, I cannot thank the Naval Academy enough for what it's meant to my normal life, and, and also uh, uh, playing football at the Naval Academy was a, was a big privilege, and uh, I, I enjoyed that also. I, uh, I want to ask a question, kind of flip gears from the, from the football aspect, and I know you and Marianne are, are really big into philanthropy, and I, I read about, um, you know, you talk about the United Way all the time. And, you know, I kind of want the, the viewers of the podcast to hear what you're doing with the United Way and all the philanthropy, the efforts that you and Marianne do together. Well, that's part of if you're able to do it, you know, you, you, you sure want to do it. And we've, we've been, been fortunate that uh, we've been able to, uh, you know, build a family and uh, also uh, thank, thank uh, many organizations that, uh, that do things for, for others. And so we, we try to, balance our life with, uh, uh, not only taking out of life, but, uh, but giving back also. And, and so we're, we are fortunate to, to be able to, uh, help, uh, in, in philanthropy from, uh, from my business life. Absolutely. 10 years ago, I think I did this, uh, charity event. It was another Roger giving back and it was at Navy Marine Corps Memorial stadium and a bunch of these guys paid big bucks to play flag football on the field at Navy Marine Corps Memorial Stadium. And Roger Stahlbach was the quarterback of one team. And Doug Williams, who was the Super Bowl winning quarterback for the Redskins at the time, was the quarterback of the other team. It was pretty funny. And Roger took it very seriously. I mean, Roger was probably in his, geez, I guess 60s at the time. And he's all serious and wants to win and beat Doug Williams. It was crazy. But uh, he could have used you out there blocking for him because some of these guys that paid a lot of money to play flag football with Roger weren't very good. Well, at my age, I'm smart enough not to just not to sign up for games like that anymore. But I, Roger was telling me about his uh, flag football over, I don't know if it was flag or not, but he's playing football over the uh, Thanksgiving holiday. And uh, he said, well, you know, I can't throw quite as far as I used to, but I can still run and all this stuff. I said, Roger, hey, Roger, we're almost 80. Forget it. Forget it. But, uh, you know, I would like to pick up on, on one thing for your audience that uh, uh, Keenan's question, because I've uh, over the years, I've had many contemporaries and people, success, very successful people come up to me and say, you know, I had four years in. I really regret I didn't stay in the military or uh, one regret I have. I never served. And I try to be nice to them and say, you know, hey, you serve in your way. You raise your family. You're you have a nice taxpayer, you're a taxpaying citizen, you're, you're a stalwart in the community, you've done your part. But I, looking back on, I think the thing that they, we have that they miss is that we were, we were, had to be, regardless of whether it's four years or 32 years like myself, we were part of something bigger than ourselves. And I think when you look back on your life, you always, that's something that nobody can take that away. And, and many people in life never have that opportunity to be a part of something bigger than themselves as you are in the military. So I would just throw that in there because uh, uh, when, when Keenan answered that, uh, asked that question, that's what I was thinking about. So Roger, last before we give you the last word before we throw it back to Tom to talk about New Day USA, but A, is it true that you're running around playing football over Thanksgiving at, at this day and age of your life, 2021? Uh, 
is this true? And, you know, why do you? Yeah, I'm still recovering from Thanksgiving. It's, uh, <laughs> we, we play, uh, we have a flag football game since I retired from the Dallas Cowboys. We missed it last year because the COVID was uh, pretty serious. So this year we did have a game and I, I just can't throw the ball as far as I used to, but I, I still can throw. And, uh, but we had some other uh, younger guys uh, playing too. And so it, it, uh, it, I still can make it be okay, I guess, uh, watching me play. It's not sure. Not like the old days, but I, I still enjoy, I, I still enjoy my Thanksgiving uh, touch football game. Well, I have to say your former teammate, Drew Pearson, he was honored at Tulsa this season and it happened to yeah. be the Navy game because he's going in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. So Tulsa brought him back for Drew Pearson night, and Navy ruined the night and beat Tulsa this season. <laughs> yeah, Drew and I are good buddies. Yeah, Drew's <laughs> Drew's. I was uh, had the privilege to present Drew at the Hall of Fame, and he, oh man, it's so deserved. And he uh, he he was a great player, and he's been a great friend. Yeah. So Tom, why don't you take us out? And we thank you so much for. Over the course of this 2021 season, New Day USA serving as the sponsor of our alumni spotlight segment on the Believe in Navy football podcast. Can you just real quickly give us some thoughts about what New Day USA does for active and retired veterans? And, you know, just give us a kind of a summary of New Day USA to take us out. I'd be happy to do that, Bill. You know that. And uh, I might say at this point, too, that I would like to congratulate you and Keenan and Eric. Uh, I listen to all your podcasts every week. You guys uh, get better and better each week. And uh, I know there's a lot of, lot of talk about it and a lot, of, a lot of buzz in the brotherhood and elsewhere. Just uh, people are listening and uh, they really appreciate the in-depth knowledge that the three of you have, really, all three of you, in dissecting what happened last week and what's going to happen this week or what could happen. And uh, so I'm, uh, I'm just pleased that uh, I have the opportunity at this stage of my life to, uh, to be a part of New Day USA. It's a mortgage lending company. We do VA home loans. We are veteran only. So uh, that veteran calls us and that first call is a 45 minute call. And our young people, we have 850 young people, all college degrees, the average age is 26. We don't hire you unless you're hungry, humble and smart. And I don't mean book smart, but do the right thing the right way at the right time. And you have to have had uh, maintained a 3.0 GPA in college. You've had to uh, either work or be an athlete in college. And uh, we're getting the best and brightest. We start them off at 60 grand. And by the first end of the first year, they're going to make, make uh, six figures. And it's really a wonderful thing because of what they do for the veteran. We treat every veteran caller with dignity, deference, and respect. And I can tell you, a lot of people say that, but not too many people follow up on that. But we do purchase home loans. We do cash out refi, rate and term. So I would just say to any veteran out there, our goal is to get every veteran in a home. And I don't care who it is. You can be a millionaire. You can be uh, pinching pennies. But if you need anything you want to do with your home mortgage, call us. If we can't help you, we're going to tell you. And if you find a better deal out there, that's fine. That's good. That's another veteran getting a home, getting a deal. We're happy with that. It's just eye-watering for me to get the letters, the phone calls, uh, emails. Uh, thank you, Admiral. Thank you, Admiral. Thank you, Admiral. And so I'm blessed. I uh, couldn't be happier. And so thankful we're able to do that, to uh, have the opportunity to attend this game on this weekend. And 
see the Navy come out on top, it's going to be icing on the cake. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, as we take it out here, and the Army-Navy game is a few days away, the big one, uh, we got five Naval Academy graduates on this podcast. So everybody unmute. I'm going to take you on one, two, three, go Navy, beat Army to send us out. You ready? Cervello, you too, Mr. Producer behind the glass. <laughs> I'm ready. One, two, three. Oh, Navy. 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 Army. If you're a fan of the Believe in Navy football podcast, be sure to check out Sing Second Sports wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Several times a week, special guest Bill Wagner, along with host John Schofield and Ward Carroll, help you stay up to date with the latest in Naval Academy sports news as they dive into the physical mission of the Naval Academy and look at varsity sports, club sports, and intramurals at the Naval Academy. So be sure to check out Sing Second Sports. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM.